Welcome to the 510 podcast. I am Heidi Matheson, and my goal in the next five to 10 minutes is to bring you some encouragement from the Word of God. In Ephesians 5 verse 10, Paul tells us to find out what pleases the Lord. And the writer of Hebrews says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So together, let's strengthen our faith with the Word of God. A story is told in chapter 9 of the book of Acts of a lady called Tabitha. That's her Aramaic name, or Dorcas, translated into Greek. Tabitha is introduced to us as a disciple, and we see that she had a huge impact on her community. Let's read about her together in Acts chapter 9, verses 36 to 42, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. At Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the widows stood by him, weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all out, and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up, and when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. So Tabitha was a Hebrew woman living in the seaport town of Joppa. Now Joppa was a busy economical hub. It would have had ships leaving and arriving, businessmen coming and going. Husbands and fathers of the women who lived in Joppa would have left on business by ship and been gone for many months. Perhaps some would never have even returned because it was such a dangerous job. It is likely that there were many destitute widows and orphans in Joppa. We're told in this passage that Tabitha was full of good works and charitable deeds. We're told that she sewed clothing for the widows. Tabitha was using her personal resources, her finances, her time, and her skills and her talents to provide not only for herself but also for others. Now she must have been very skilled with her fingers. The way that the widows presented their garments and tunics to Peter and was so distraught that she was no longer going to be around to do these things. She was also respected for her faith because she was known as a disciple. Now in Jewish law, the deceased was required to be buried on the day of death. In some special circumstances, burial could be delayed for up to three days. Now, I find it really interesting that the disciples would choose to delay Tabitha's burial, send for Peter, and wait for him to come. This tells me that either Tabitha was an important person in Peter's life, or 
She was very important to her community, perhaps even both. Now, there must have been other disciples who died, and Peter certainly wouldn't have travelled from town to town for every death. But I think that Tabitha's death would have left such a massive hole in her community that when the disciples knew that Peter was reasonably close and that he could get there within that three-day period, they hoped that Peter would come and pray for her to be brought back to life. Here's what I think makes Tabitha so special. She did what she could with what she had. Tabitha gave of her time, her resources, and her abilities to help the most needy. She used her skills and her talents to support others. And her impact was far-reaching. It would seem that Tabitha had no husband or children. They're certainly not mentioned. Perhaps she was even a widow herself and her children were adults. So she didn't have the expectations from a family that you and I might have. But I think there's still an important lesson to learn from her. Now, we might not be able to give as much of ourselves to others as Tabitha did, but we are able to do what we can with what we have. Do you know that God asked Moses to do the very same thing? In Exodus chapter 4, after God had appeared to Moses in the burning bush, God commissions Moses to go back to Egypt and deliver the Israelites from slavery. Now Moses is very unsure of himself and he has lots of questions for God and he asks God what he should do when the people doubt him. So let's read from verse 2 of Exodus chapter 4. So the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? He said, a rod. And God said, cast it on the ground. So Moses cast it on the ground and it became a serpent and Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And Moses reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. And God said, that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Now remember, Moses is an ordinary man. In fact, He was a murderer who fled for his life from Egypt. And he was holding a very ordinary wooden rod. God turned that rod into a miracle working rod. And he used Moses for mighty works. That rod turned into a snake in front of Pharaoh to prove that God had sent him. That rod turned all the waters of the Nile to blood. In fact, all the waters in Egypt turned to blood. That rod parted the Red Sea so that the entire nation of Israel could pass through on dry ground. That rod was even used to strike rocks and produce water when the Israelites were traveling in the desert. Friends, what do you have in your hand? What resources or skills or abilities do you have that you can use to serve the Lord and to help others. Just as God used the rod of Moses to perform miracles and set the Israelites free, just as God used Tabitha's abilities to care for others, God will use whatever you have to offer for his purpose, if you are willing. And you know, when we help others, particularly the poor and the needy, 
there is a lovely promise for us in Psalm 41. In verse 1 and 2 it says, Blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he will be blessed on the earth. When you and I use what we have to do what we can for others, not only are they helped and provided for, but we are blessed by the Lord. And when you and I use what we have to do what we can within our local church and within our local communities, the church thrives and the church grows. I love that quote attributed to Mother Teresa. She said, I can do things you cannot. You can do things I cannot. Together we can do great things. Friends, each one of us has something to offer the Lord. Remember Paul's encouragement to us in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. He said, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Tabitha must have loved the people in her community. She was most certainly loved by them. And I think also that she must have been so grateful for the grace that she had been extended when Jesus died on the cross, that she gave of herself to others. How can you and I put this into practice in our communities, in our churches, in our spheres of influence? Let's take some time today to ask Jesus what he would have us do with what we have. Thank you for listening. I hope you were encouraged today. You can find the 510 podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you found today's encouragement helpful, please subscribe and consider sharing it with a friend.